to create things. You're a writer, a photographer, a musician, a maker. You're ready to make things happen. But chasing creative isn't always easy. Your time and energy go to your work, your family, and your life. Is it really possible to make space for the creative in your everyday? Here at the Chasing Creative Podcast, we believe you can. We're talking to everyday creatives who have insights and action steps you can take today to make your creative plans happen. I'm Ashley Brooks, a freelance writer and editor at Brooks Editorial and work-at-home mom of two who would love to devote more time to creative writing and journaling. And I'm Abigail Creeves, the writer and photographer behind Inkwells and Images. I'm living my creative life nights and weekends after I get home from a full-time job at an ad agency. And you're listening to the Chasing Creative Podcast. So Jenna and Josiah are newlyweds and one of the most creative couples I know. So Jenna works from home as a self-employed photographer and blogger. And Josiah works in graphic design and makes music as much as he can in his spare time. He finds selling other people's stuff easier than selling his own. And I think most of us agree with that. They recently moved to Denver and then back again, and we wanted to catch up with them in their new home in Chicago once more. So we last heard from them in episode 17 of season one, and they've made a few changes, as you can see. So welcome back to the podcast, Jenna and Josiah. Thanks for having us. Agreed. Yes, thank you. (laughs) I forgot how awkward this can be. (laughs) I'm trying to remember exactly when we last talked, but obviously you knew we were moving to Denver. Um, so we did that. Uh, <laughs> we followed through um, <laughs> for seven months, I think, total. Yeah. Um, Jenna did um, a lot of wedding photography out there, and I did some freelance work. And then uh, I got a job, of all places, back here in Chicago. <laughs> so we decided to turn around and uh, end up uh, 30 miles from where we started. (laughs) That's funny. So yeah, when we spoke to you last time, you were just getting ready to move to Denver. You were really looking forward to kind of jump-starting all of your creativity in a new place. And I know you, Jenna, were especially excited about it um, because you wanted to be closer to downtown, closer to kind of like the center of the city. Um, So do you guys find that you had all settled into your creative pursuits there in Denver before deciding to move back to Chicago, or was it kind of never quite a settled thing? I think that we really were just starting to feel settled before Josiah got Mm -hmm. um, his job. But I think that that was the perfect, if we were going to end up back in Chicago in the next even five years, like that was the perfect timing because any more time to settle and it would have been really, really, really hard to leave. Especially um, growing a photography business, like building your clientele in an area and then just like completely leaving is really, really hard. So It's somewhat location dependent. Exactly. So initially we were kind of like super, super bummed out because Denver was like our thing. That was like totally where we wanted to go since... Not forever, but since we started dating, it was just a place we had talked about. And then um, we kind of started to think through the reality of it in that it really probably was better for us to end up back in Chicago. Or at least maybe we just changed our mindset because we knew the reality of what was about to happen. But so far, it's been a welcome change. And we're closer to the city now than we were before, even though Josiah's job is actually in the suburbs. (laughs) But we decided that 
that if we were going to move back, we were going to live where we wanted to live and take advantage of the city life that we really wanted. So, Well, that's the perfect example of having a real go with the flow attitude and sort of just keeping a positive outlook no matter what life sort of throws your way. You know, you didn't envision going back to Chicago this soon, but I like that perspective of we're going to live where we want to live and do it our way as long as we're here. Yeah, we've kind of decided uh, to not say we're going to stay anywhere or go anywhere or be anywhere and just kind of uh, we're here right now and um we'll not, yeah exactly not put any time of it on it necessarily yeah because when we mo- were moving to denver we were like this is it this is probably where we're gonna be like we'll we'll see what happens after that but i'm mm-hmm. sure it would never be chicago <laughs> we we definitely didn't think that but i feel like we have a completely different perspective on chicago in general because we were away from our family even though it was only six months but have come to appreciate um the closeness of having them um okay we've come to appreciate having them closer um having not had the access to them i guess as we um did before um yeah and now you're just a couple hours away instead of you know a couple of days away right exactly and i mean now we're two hours away whereas when we lived in well it's really two and a half because there's always horrible traffic but Mm -hmm. Um, when we lived in the suburbs, we were only an hour and a half away. And so it was like, that was a little close. It was like anybody could come up anytime they wanted for dinner, and yep. which is great. But like it's it was hard as a newlywed, I think, to um, kind of establish ourselves um, as separate um, entities from our families when they were mm-hmm. so close. So that was, I think, a really good going away was really, really good for our marriage and not just not just our creative pursuits. So I think that's a wonderful, wonderful perspective to have that, you know, this short stint in Denver, like some people might look at it like, oh, well, you know, Denver didn't work out. But for you guys, it really did. It was a great opportunity, like you said, for your relationship to kind of get out on your own and see how you guys react together in a dynamic kind of separate from your family, but then also give you the chance to kind of come back and, like you said, be more content and be just a little happier with wherever you are when you're actually there and not constantly kind of looking for that next big thing. Yeah, and I think that the hardest thing for us when we decided we were going to move back was like, oh no, everyone's going to look at us and be like, you failed. But I think that as we just talked about it with each other and processed it, we just came to the conclusion that, I mean, we didn't feel like we failed. We didn't feel like it was a waste of six months. And so it didn't necessarily matter what people thought. And I mean, people don't really care as much about Mm -hmm. you as you think they do. (laughs) But um, so for us just to come to that conclusion together um, was helpful. And I think we've had a lot of conversations with our friends since we've come back. And I have to tell you, like, it was great to be gone just to be missed because everyone that we have met with since (laughs) is like, I'm so glad you're back. I'm like, we weren't even gone that long, but thank you so much for being so excited. Um, Yeah. But sometimes you can go six months without having coffee with a friend that you live down the street from. And you probably don't get that reaction. You have to move like 14 hours away. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I thought you were never coming back. Well, I think that's great that you guys are like not thinking that you failed because you didn't. It was really a success for you since the last time we talked, you said that that was a goal that you'd always had and you were kind of just going to step out and take that chance. And you did that, which is awesome. But um, 
so you just went through kind of two big life transitions. Cause I think anytime you move, um, it's a pretty big transition time. You've just done that twice in a really short period of time. So how have you been able to keep up your creative pursuits? So songwriting and photography, even in the midst of all that transition, did you have any places that you looked for inspiration or any tricks that kind of kept you on track with that? I think uh, honestly, not much uh, changed in the process as much as I expected it to, um, because it was still a matter of a lot of in-between moments trying to get it done um, or trying to make music happen Um, and I I don't know I don't know I think when I when we moved out there I was kind of envisioning having a lot more time to be able to okay (laughs) my yeah Uh, sorry so I think I envisioned having a lot more time to dedicate to um, creative things um, but it never really I don't know it never really happened it was always still in between um, work or, and something else uh, so I think that made it easier for this <laughs> um, we for essentially t- about two months of trying to figure out how to move back here um, it made it easier to to know how to fit it in to just like these you know the weird 30 minutes um i have taking the train out to work and stuff like that basically moving has just become a part of our life yeah. <laughs> my mother my mother yeah my mother-in-law was um her and my father-in-law were helping us move in and they were taking boxes up and down the stairs and they were like if you move every weekend we would be in really good shape. And I was like, is twice a year not enough for you? (laughs) How has it been for you then, Jenna? I know Josiah said it was a lot of like small little chunks of time that he kept trying to find to write songs and record music. So for you, how have these transitions kind of affected your ability to take pictures or even your motivation? Like has your creativity like gotten better? Have you gotten better at just winging it? Or were you expecting things to change drastically in Denver and now again drastically in Chicago? I think that the hardest thing that I've had coming back to Chicago is that when we first moved to Denver, I hit the ground running. I was shooting a lot of weddings and trying to connect with everyone and anyone in the industry that I could. I wanted to know everyone and I wanted to really um, be successful in that industry there. Um, So moving back, I kind of have a little bit of burnout from expending so much energy trying to make it in Denver's wedding industry that it's Mm -hmm. kind of hard to um, get motivated, especially in a far um, larger market to, um, to want to meet with planners, to want to go to networking events because I'm just like, I'm just burnt out from doing that first. Like I just did all this. Exactly. Um, So I think that's the biggest struggle that I'm having um, coming back. But you're catching me at a completely different um, point in my business than I was last time we talked. Because I think last time we talked, I had done maybe like, I don't know, two weddings. (laughs) And now I'm like coming Mm -hmm. to the tail end and I have two more weddings left this year. And I think that'll make it 31 for this year. So Oh, wow. So 
I've done a lot more weddings now. I'm a lot more experienced. And now I have um, a little bit more time to sit down and share my weddings. And that's been really, really exciting and motivating and gets me excited for next year because I'm like really excited to um, share those weddings. It just, I don't know, it's been really inspiring to look through the images and be like, okay, that was a really crazy time shooting all of those weddings, Mm -hmm. but being almost on the other side is totally worth it. Yeah, that's kind of the nice thing about wedding photography being sort of a seasonal job. I mean, I'm sure that has its downsides too, but you sort of get this break time to recharge and plan ahead for what you want for the next season. So it sounds like the transition back to Chicago really lined up with that for you. Yeah, exactly. And now is the down season for everyone. And um, now I'm probably going to, I'm going to have to, sorry. Um, now is the down season for everyone and I'm going to have to, um, meet with planners and get over my, um, burnout, um, because this is the time to start meeting people. I think I was, I was a little late to that coming into Denver for, um, this season, obviously. So, um, it's pretty much, um, maybe not perfect timing for Chicago, but it's definitely better timing to, um, connect with people to book weddings for, next season Mm -hmm. so I'm excited about that and I think I'm I'm motivated by that Um, I just need to get over my slight burnout of expending so much energy on that when I first moved Um, so I'm kind of I've talked to a couple of my photographer friends and they're like I think you just need to like I'm going through all my weddings from this year and trying to um, pick out my favorites and redo my website and kind of set myself up to um, present myself how I want planners and um, other photographers to see me so that it's not like they meet me, I'm not necessarily at where I want to be at, and then I redo everything, but they still always see me like Mm -hmm. when they first met me. So Mm -hmm. That sounds like a great game plan for kind of going forward. Um, What about you, Josiah? What is next on your list? What are you going to try to do differently now that you're back in the city? Uh... So what's next, I guess, is um, been trying to make a second album project thing happen. Um, I don't know when <laughs> it will, but that's kind of the the ne- the goal I'm reaching towards right now. Um, and uh, as with everything I do, it's in a million pieces. Um, but I think one, I don't know, one thing that's been um, interesting, I guess, uh, this probably happened a little bit in Denver, but one thing that's been, I've been doing, learning how to do differently is work by myself um, with music, which is not something I've done before. And I don't know if maybe I started talking about this on the last podcast, which is very possible. Um, but I... It's been, it's been kind of, it's, I'm sure you guys, you feel the same where like you're your worst critic Mm -hmm. and, um, working by yourself, at least for me, tends to be, um, pretty prone to sort of angry procrastination, (laughs) I guess, or like self, self doubting procrastination where, um, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it well, so why do it? Something like that. 
but I think I've been able to um, sort of move past my own demons or at least learn how to work share share a cubicle with them and get the get make progress actually happen um, without sort of that that weird crippling thing where you want to get the work done but at the same time you kind of convince yourself that it's not worth it or like, yeah. why bother or something like that mm-hmm. um, so that's that's a weird answer to what's new it's a good answer though I think every creative has that struggles with their like their inner demons and like you said if you're working with somebody you're kind of forced to get over it but if you're working by yourself you don't have that motivation yeah. so I think that's definitely something worth talking about <laughs> Yeah, I will say I'm definitely 100% more diligent about podcast deadlines because I know Ashley is relying on me than I am like my own personal writing or photography deadlines. Mm -hmm. I will miss those every time, but I will never miss a podcast deadline. Yeah, I think it's it's been weird to have all this time to kind of force myself to work alone a little bit, Um, which is, I don't know, new. Well, we'll have to see where that takes you next. Um, Well, thank you guys both so much for hopping back on the podcast here. We were really excited to catch up with you guys now that you're back in the central time zone again. So it was a little easier to schedule um, than when we have someone in mountain time or Pacific time. Um, So thank you. Yeah, I was like, you said 730 last week and I was like, oh, shoot. I thought it was 830. (laughs) Take some adjusting. Yeah. I know. Um, so before we go, <laughs> did you guys want to remind everybody of where they can find you around online, you know, your blog, social media, all that? Yeah, you can find me at on Instagram at Jenna.Hazel and Facebook. I don't know. Are there like handles for that or is it just, I don't know, if you type in Jenna Hazel. It's like the slash and then whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's slash Jenna Hazel photography. I'm almost positive I can confirm that. <laughs> And what about you, Josiah? You can go to settlinghouses.com, one of the finest websites online at the moment. Um, I sometimes tweet at Josiah Hazel. Um, and when I do, it's fantastic. But for the most part, it's radio silence. That's okay. We will follow <laughs> along and wait for those gems that you tweet. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yeah. I also do Instagram only marginally more <laughs> more than Twitter. And I think that's Josiah underscore Hazel. Because um, why bother with consistency? <laughs> well, it holds true. You're better at selling other people's stuff than your own, uh, which I think we can all, all agree with one more time. So thank you guys so much, and we will catch up with you later. to the Chasing Creative podcast. If you like what you heard in this episode, be sure to stop by ChasingCreative.com to check out the show notes, catch up on past episodes, and subscribe to the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you leave us a review on iTunes. You can also join in the creative conversation by tweeting to us at Abigail E. Krebs or at Brooks Editorial or by using the hashtag ChasingCreative on Twitter and Instagram. If there's a guest you'd love to hear from on the podcast, or if you have any feedback for us, drop us a line at chasingcreativepodcast at gmail.com.
Thanks for listening. Until next week, go chase your creative.